0: horrenda with their new track uh nerve gas absolutely class delighted to say that um, i'm joined here with horrenda and i have mark aaron and dara here how are you lads
1: hello hey nice man, what's you. up
0: so it's um an exciting time ahead for you there's um a lot on your plate coming through um do you want to share some of it um there's a single coming up first yeah okay uh, which is what you heard i presume nerve gas yeah
1: right? yeah so we kind of after doing Violament, we took a bit of time off to write, uh, did a bit more gigging and then we added Mark uh, into the band. Welcome, Mark. Uh, so uh, we kind of like expanded our sound and really started kind of refining what we did beforehand. You know, obviously the, the project started as a, a solo thing Yeah. and we kind of grew. We went through like, how many members did we go to Aaron, like 12? 12, 13. Members. Yeah, went to
2: like 12 or 13 members. It was crazy.
1: Yeah. So that was kind of even though the band's been around since 2015, it's only like the past two years um, that we've really started hitting our stride. So when we started to see what's our direction, ever since then we've been kind of refining the songs, playing new stuff live. And then we said, right, we've done the the Burtsem lo-fi <coughs> production. We've done the Mayhem, you know, lo-fi production let's kind of step our game up a bit and that's that's what we've endeavored to do now right. so obviously the the opportunity came to work with Josh in in Belfast and he's like
0: how did that connection <laughs> come about actually
1: uh, <laughs> well on I've known about Josh for a while and he's worked with a lot of people that we actually admire in the scene and in Belfast but he posted something on Facebook that was competition a joke competition on on uh, April first. April f- yeah, April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day yeah. Day yeah, and he didn't think anybody would actually like message him for it. Okay. And I did, and he's like, oh well, okay. I didn't think I was gonna do that. All right, yeah. So that's how it kind of came up. But when we were doing it, um, it was almost like he said, oh, is this my audition to work with you guys? Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess it is. So afterwards, before we even finished track, it was like, yeah, man, this is this is what we want. This is the direction that we want to go for. So. You know, a lot of us said a lot of people have said, you know, you don't the recordings don't sound like you guys live, which right. is true because we didn't really have anything that could show that yet. But yeah. now we feel like we're finally working with
2: somebody who gets that. He's yeah. got a, he's got a great attention to, to to the like the sound, and instantly when he heard us, he, he instantly knew what to throw down. He didn't really have to make many changes from no. the original recording. He was, and he's he's really professional. He's really good, so. That is the, the plan is to, to uh, get in there with him and throw down some more tracks. Okay. Because yeah. we're really happy with how Nerve Gas turned out in the end. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. What about you and Mark? How did you find the lads?
3: I found the lads in the band a good few years ago in Fibber McGee's okay. downstairs. Right, and okay. And uh, I think it was coming across to Aaron. He, he asked me to say, Here, the lads are going to be playing down. Do you want to come down? And so I said, Yeah, okay, sure. Came down in the back, set, helped them out, bring their gear down and said, "Err, hey, there's a bit of course paint, go ahead and slap it on if you want, Fifth during the gig if you want to. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Cool. And uh, I actually even had still the video on my phone after those a few years ago of you guys playing downstairs and I was watching it back. It's like, it's pretty cool. Huh. And then it was actually this year um, I was in Leicester meeting up with a friend who I met in Bloodstock. Great festival. Yeah, and uh, when I met him, it was on the Saturday, I believe, or the Friday, which one of them, and you know, he, he's actually in a black metal band himself, and I didn't know this at the time until we just started chatting about, you know, about Mayhem, Darkthrone, whatever, and uh, what he, he actually looks like, he, his inspiration is uh, Mayhem, he was uh, dead, he actually looked like dead, I right? <laughs> Okay. I kind of shit myself looking at the guy. <laughs> he was <they're> like six <laughs> foot five, like. Jesus. And um, oh, I went. was okay. I was over in uh Leicester, and uh, I think it was Dara gave me a text to say um, here we're thinking about looking for someone else to join the band for an ad- der- for the additional sound to Horenda and I was only coming back to Dublin after a few days, so I said yeah I'll have a think about it, and I threw him a message. I think it was during the week. Yeah. And uh, came into practice one one day. In Temple Lane, and we just banned out the tunes, and uh, he just said "Right, you got it all down. do You want to join?" And I said, "Of course, yeah." Mm. Yeah, that's and pretty that's cool. the moral of the story, really.
0: Yeah, of course, as you said, you've gone through a fair amount of members. Yeah, I- in relation that to that was fun. But <laughs> yeah, I
2: think I think it's just when you click with someone. Yeah, like mm. when after the first practice with Mark, Mark knew how to play, yeah. what to play, yeah. and already had like a, a plan in his head he already knew yeah. what we wanted yeah uh, as a as a group uh, to make uh, sound wise so it was it was easy to to incorporate him in start writing and stuff like that whereas but other people in the past it's just you have to meet that right person it's the same when we met like when we met Josh at Belfast when you click with that one person it's you know, good. It's easier to work. You kind of use an instinct as yeah. well, you
0: know. Just kind of hoping that it will come true. What about you, Aaron? How did you join? Can you remember?
2: <laughs> I, uh, I, I, rem- I. I remember. Yeah. Besides okay. Dara I, I, I'm probably the the longest in the band. um I started initially, uh, I met Dara in f- Fibbers, actually, because he was fr- he was playing in a band called Saint Slaughter at the time.
1: Oh, well, okay, it was yeah. Okay, cool.
2: He was friends with me, and at the time I was learning how to do all the death metal, black metal, kind of screaming vocals and stuff like that. And he handed me one of his his uh, demos, uh, Neuronian Times, and so I checked out because he knew I was... A black metal fan and stuff like that so I, I checked it out and I, I really really enjoyed it and I became a bit of a fan after that uh,
1: shortly after that you were looking for a bass player yeah so like what happened was even though we went from like a solo project into like a full band I was kind of like right well I want to just kind of play this stuff live but it went went to changes. we might get into that a little bit later but with Aaron it was like we had done three two gigs before and I was like okay I don't want to do vocals live um i was just kind of focus on guitar and bring in someone who actually is you know better focused live than me and i was like right i was like a bass player yeah because for a long time it was like every gig there was a different member yeah you know mm. and it was, there, it was like that there was actually a time where there was yeah was because it was kind of like we weren't looking for people full time you we were just kind of doing it on the fly yeah um and bringing in whoever wanted to do it and that's a double-edged sword because while it's fun you can't build on it because you're like oh we'll bring in such and such to do this and this mm-hmm. and then it just kind of becomes there, there's a clash because it's like one, it's not a band, and two, half the members wanted to be a band. So we ha- it took us a while to kind of sieve out people who actually had the same vision. Yeah, that happened eventually. But with Aaron, yeah, he kind of we had CJ from, he was playing in Genova at the time. Oh yeah, yeah, he was playing in Genova. He he came in to play bass. Uh, Tom from Psychosis, as I started, was filling in on drums. And then Aaron showed up and he, I was like, hey, man, do you want to do vocals? And he goes, yeah. And then we did it. And actually, if you it, that that session is recorded with the Red Room sessions, which is our yeah. first live thing. Yeah, that's actually that yeah. rehearsal. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh that's right, the okay. first ever rehearsal with Aaron. Oh, that's pretty cool. And with that, with that lineup. Yeah. So, yeah. And then after that, I was like, all right, We man, played Fibbers played the Fibbers, following yeah. Friday, I think. Yeah.
2: Um, I, l- I had less than a week to just learn all the songs, yeah. get going so but it was fun and it worked out in the end yeah still yeah. here it's been
1: here since you know? yeah
0: and uh, i'm just fascinated there like what kind of way did you have to approach the vocal um aspect of delivering it with a black metal band
2: well originally when i started learning how to do that that like strong black metal vocal i i, I kind of took a lot of influence from mayhem i was a huge mayhem fan okay and a huge Gorgoroth fan and, but the early uh, Demisterous kind of vocal, it sounded kind of g- gargled, almost like kind yeah. of throat singing. So to l- I initially started to learn how to do that first. Yeah. And it was true doing that. I, so I kind of croaked a lot. It was kind of yeah. like a throat singing when I started singing in the yeah. band. You can still kind of hear it in violin but it helped me kind of learn yeah. how to use my voice okay. and change up my
1: voice. and. Aaron's ar- ar- approach was a departure from what i do because my vocals were way higher than irons yeah you could you could f- yeah i could yeah. hear that in the earlier demos um, uh, but when iron kind of did it it, w- it just kind of clicked because there's one thing that you can see when you see iranda it's there's no mistake in who it is because it's iron yeah know? and it's like wow that's incredible yeah. So w- w- as soon as i heard him sing i was like holy shit yeah yeah <laughs> it was just great you know and he's got from strength to strength from that yes so.
0: i was just going to say yeah, it's class um also, you kind of have a, a few ties um, with psychosis.
1: The drummer Tom. Was it Tom? Is so it? So I played with Tom in a in Saint Slaughter, okay. and then a few other bits and pieces as well. Tom, Tom's played with everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's <coughs> been with everybody. You know, it, it, the Dublin metal scene is so incestuous sometimes because everyone is like one degree away from everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and yeah, it was great. Like I love Tom, and he's a great guy, ph- phenomenal drummer, and. um yeah he actually kind of helped iron out some of the kinks because for that dara uh from Seth Kant Yes yes involved oh really
0: yeah 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 it's, it's as you said it's always one step away exactly exactly yeah. yeah shout out to sven Kant actually with the new album while um, we're on it oh yeah
1: it's very, very good album. but uh yeah and it's just kind of w- that's when we started kind of going right well we want to make this a live thing so then we had a couple of other fill-in drummers um and then eventually we ended up with Jay and that's when we really started transitioning to being what Aaron is now yeah because without Jay the band would not be the way it is right right mm. he was kind of like Aaron is obviously like the a pillar of the band um, then Jay became one then we found Keith like a month later, two yeah. months later was it? Three, was it two, two or, three or three months, months, two months later. later yeah that was and crazy it was crazy how that ha- i don't even remember how that happened but
2: it was funny we, you we you contacted him on facebook somehow you somehow you met on facebook yeah and he just turned up to practice two weeks later he's recording violin. <laughs> he had his first <laughs>
1: rehearsal and then i'm like hey man by the way we're recording next week and he's like oh okay <laughs> so he just shows up records it and uh yeah again he became someone who just instantly just straight in yeah. and it's like when you find those people it's it's very, very hard to explain because it's like everyone just kind of gets it at the same level. And that's why, we, and Keith's just, you know, again, the band could not exist without these people. Mm. You know, it's just, it just couldn't, right? Yeah. Uh, and the same with Mark. It's, we had other people playing guitar before and it just, it didn't work, you know, for one reason or another, you know, they just do want to solo all the time or, you know, it's all this kind of stuff. It's so like you
2: know, generally so. trying to fit into tropes yeah. so they would they would be like oh, i want to play this one thing and then we'd, we're kind of looking at them go but it doesn't sound good it doesn't sound like us yeah. so it's not you it's know. not original it's not mm. nice sounding
4: yeah
0: like um i'd imagine we'll say probably three or four years ago the black metal scene in ireland was fairly you could you could probably name out in probably one hand could you really uh, uh th-
1: for, for to my knowledge there was like three bands down there yeah and even then it was it was very limited and now ever since Orlando's kind of taken off a bit you see a lot more Black metal bands kind of appearing yeah which is you know that's cool to see yeah but again it's like we don't really pay attention to what other bands are doing as such because we're still trying to focus on who we are yeah so when you see them you're like well that's class but then again we never want to be like yeah. we want to be like them because what's the point of doing that you mm. know we just want to be like us but the problem with that is it's a bit of a sword because then you see a lot of people applying our message was going hey you know I want to play guitar for a or whatever. And then you bring them in, they're playing guitar like X, Y, and Z. But Mark came in, he played like himself.
0: Yeah. Like, um, what about kind of gig I know you did um, the Lords of Chaos mm. one. And what was the... I saw the, f- the photos and stuff like that. It was a nice turnout as well. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice one to get. Yeah, was it's like I mean, you're promoting, I know, the movie. Well, yeah. Do you have your ideas on the movie? We all do. Yeah. Without without going it on record here, but, yeah. <laughs> but I quite enjoyed it actually. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: it's a bit of fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the best parody ever. Like you know, yes, <laughs> you know, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But like look, our, our gigging schedule is kind of weird because like our drummer got attacked two years ago, was it? Yeah. Jay got attacked, Jay got attacked like two years ago and uh, pretty, pretty savage actually. And we were kind of off the scene for a while. That's actually how The Outters album came to be because there were tracks that were supposed to be for Horrenda that we separate we had to take off six months. Yeah, copy.
2: he was. Uh, uh, yeah, he was attacked
1: one night, and he it l- was left with a fractured skull. Fractured skull, couldn't hear, I was left ear, couldn't play drums, yeah, yeah. couldn't you know. He was
0: this was this was a random attack, wasn't that a random. gig or anything no, like this that? Was just okay. coming no. back from okay. work
1: and he was and woke up with money in his pocket. Yeah, <laughs> which is Christ. the first time I ever heard of that. He was he was reverse mugged. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> as a result of that, we kind of had to take a step back and kind of put the brakes on horrendous. So all of our um, momentum that we had was kind of like ceased. Okay. So then, after Jay was was healed up, we're like, right, let's get back into it. So then we just like fresh heads as fresh well. Fresh heads. Cause cause we,
2: at no point do we ever stop writing. No. Mm-hmm. Like generally, just can't keep keep writing whatever ideas yeah. we have. Yeah. We jot down.
0: I know we have um, a unique team as well going through the band, which yeah. is kind of the Celtic side of things as well.
1: Well, it's it's weird, right? Because like the first again, why just to pick up on what I was saying there. Like a lot of our live shows initially. We're just playing the same couple of songs over and over again because we were trying to show new <laughs> members the same songs, you know. Okay. But ever since the band was filled out, we kind of started writing new material and kind of like expanding on the team. So while it would have like the Celtic-y team, we kinda of have whatever like look, if it's a Celtic-y thing, I've written it. If it's something else, i <laughs> written it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. I've
2: I've taken over yeah. basically all of the lyric writing Yeah. Uh, so far since since the beginning yeah so for like some time a lot of the, like all of our new songs uh, the lyrics are written by myself yeah and there's there's a few themes running through them and I do like the Celtic theme but I, I don't want to be stuck in it no you're current. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, like it's like that's why with, with Nerve Gas um, we kind of moved a quite big departure towards looking at other things the main thing that we kind of look for is like the dark the, like the dark side of humanity you yes. know? and i don't mean yeah. that like a cl- really cliche like Ooh, evil i mean like literally like the team the mood of it you know mm. so that's what we kind of keep and from a music like oh iron's writing the lyrics and obviously like we look at them and go right that's cool but like there very few changes that ever have to be made yeah. in iron's lyrics they're always spot on so, yeah. yeah
0: so Again, he's the one singing them so i <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, um, so uh, at <laughs> north gas would that be world war one then teams that are yeah moment?
2: initially it was right? initially it was and then it just kind of i tried to like work on it in my head so i i try to i like the the songs to be kind of anybody could look at it and go oh i can see this and i can yeah. see this and i don't want it to be stuck mm. um so a lot of our songs yeah you could relate them back to the current um affairs in ireland or mm. the world or whatever but you could write them to anywhere i would hope yeah that's the way i like to write them i kind of the uh, i write lyrics that just when they pop in my head i write them down yeah lay them all out fit them together try and put together some sort of you know complete puzzle
0: yeah so darrow in relation to music wise then um what I, like if you don't mind i want to talk about the new songs more so obviously sure. um
1: if people want kind of like a, a sample of where we are we released banquet of chestnuts yeah the, the live Christmas, album, the live yeah. album. Yeah. and that's kind of like sample of where we are now it's okay. the most representative of us until the album comes out yeah
0: there's two or three new songs on that anyway oh yeah yeah, yeah. but mm. even
1: some of the stuff that would be class some of the older songs which we'd call the hits, like <laughs> yeah, the hits. you know <laughs> black dur- metal dur- hits that, 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 and our drummer came up with that during the rehearsal He just That's like oh, just like, oh lads let's play the hits it's like all right so we'd run through them and even they're kind of totally different than what we'd had before but when we're writing for the new album there's stuff that is not recorded yet yeah, yeah. uh and they're they're a bit of a departure but they're
2: quite odd sounding we have been told we do have a very like distinct a distinct odd sound because right. we don't fall into a lot of the blast beat guitar riff yeah. solo blast beat guitar r- we we kinda go a little bit mad especially with Keith Keith is like a massive part of that oh man in like terms of writing.
1: for example I think we're the only black metal band I'm gonna go on record I think we're the only black metal band that has a top part of one of the songs bass tap part. <laughs> and exclusive bass tap solo. It's just like wow cool. man, that's fucking crazy. Like Keith would show up somewhere I was like hey man I have this idea I Yeah, think, wow. he's playing his
2: bass with a violin with a, with a violin oh cool to, okay, yeah. like to do yeah. samples and stuff yeah, it's it's like just cool. just okay unreal, just let, let the mad juniors do his work yes
1: <laughs> and, it, and it's actually one of the funny on that point one of my favourite moments was when we were playing we love playing Waterford we love playing the south of Ireland it's, it's phenomenal but we're playing Waterford and uh, this is the second time coming back and the sound engineer's like oh my god he comes up to me he's like oh hi man I'm okay. and he's like oh horrendous Fucking love that weird space shit that you do. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, that's that's weird, but all right, man, right on, you know. Um, so
0: how did the uh, the Irish black metal uh, Goosey Guide uh, come out oh on Dude, YouTube? I
1: don't know. I don't know. That's that great. Was mad. That was mad. Check that
0: out yeah. in case you think I'm completely after losing my mind. Yeah. Sam um, on YouTube, there's an Irish just Google Irish black metal, a Goosey Guide, yeah. and I thought it might have been one of these guys that you know. no
1: No, no, he's in no. America
0: well you can kind of put on an american accent as well but i, I just no, thought I just, he
1: no i honestly that it's uh, bizarre I, yeah like i was f- i was just following that channel on on, on youtube anyway and i was I like oh,
2: th- oh i had never heard of it before Neither uh, boy, i've yeah. looked at some of his other videos since but i i'd never i'd never heard of him before but a friend of mine came across it mm. and sent me it, it just just Bewildered,
1: like you're, you're in the video. <laughs> you <laughs> you're in the video. You <laughs> you're <laughs> in the, <I> you <laughs> it was it was cool to be like announced after like Primordial and stuff, and then to be compared yeah. to Primordial. I'm like, wow, alright, yeah. that's that's pretty rad, you know. Yeah. But the w- here's the weird thing about black metal, right? Playing uh, like I've played in a lot, of, like we've collectively played in different bands. Now I have played in like a of bands, but it's weird because when you're playing black metal, from a tape selling merch standpoint, like you say, like, I've never sent tapes or CDs to other parts of the world but with other bands. Yeah. But we get orders every two or two weeks to like France, Germany, Germany Japan, even Sweden, Greece, well. Greece. I'm like, you want really? You know, it's kinda hard yeah. to sit back and go, Well, wow, this connects with people. So But uh, yeah it's cool, it's you know? it
0: is cool because it's still I suppose out of all the metal genres, black metal would still be relatively underground. Very yes. much so. Um, very, very much so yeah. And the trading like the trash scene back in the 80s, the trading was unbelievable with yeah. um, cassettes and um, fan mags and stuff like that, you know? Our
1: cassettes, they, that's the main thing. That cassettes, we do. like? Yeah, cassettes. Yeah. And it's like, it's the thing that we're like, I'm always, you know, going, oh, we, we sell tape And people are like, oh, it's cool. It's like, no, it's because they sell. Yeah. CDs don't really sell. Uh, CDs, I think, are, gonna are, are dying. Are, yeah. Yeah. Our, our, d- our digital stuff does pretty good as well, but um, tapes are where it's at, you know, so.
0: You struggle to find even a tape recorder. I know I have a tape recorder at home.
2: I actually start. I actually uh, went to Argos and found a tape recorder. They Are they Argos. selling them? Yeah, uh, yeah. And they they they're quite good actually. I Jeez. I started actually going out and trying to find all these like old cool tapes because it, yeah. it does the tapes do add like a certain sense of yeah.
1: uh, a poor man's like, feel
2: final. to it. it. It does. There's a kind of a nice feeling when you listen yeah. to, to cassettes, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Um, a mate of mine now, Pat Glancy, was on the show. Um, he's got kind of load of uh, cassettes from even mayhem and all those lads like they yeah. were all talking to him back in the day writing letters and stuff like that
1: but you know it's, it's, it's pretty
0: it cool that it's still co- going on to a degree it yeah.
1: actually is that's very similar because like a lot of the uh, it's one of the things that i like to do um initially like we have there's a addition in Herenda to have guest spots okay on all the albums so every release or any release we always have a guest spot and like two or three of those people um i've never met they're just from the internet, you know. But then when we started okay. moving in, we obviously we had Paul Byrne on Filament. No, sorry, not Filament. On uh, Neuronian Times. Then we had Dahi yeah. on. I was just going to bring him up. Dahi yeah. is, you know, the genius. Yeah. And, I and now we have uh, Craven. He's going to be on the new album. Yeah. And Craven's great.
0: Did you. You, uh, you actually met Dahi then? Or have you actually physically Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was wondering. Uh, yeah.
1: I met Dahi at Siege last. Th- th- the first time we played Siege. And then again. This time around, but yeah,
2: I think I've put yeah, <laughs> it's there's too many people that yeah. I need to know at yeah.
1: this point, but no, he's
0: um the bearing upon him.
1: yeah, and he also does stuff for Elvis as well, yeah. And he, he Correct, does it, yeah, he does his own um, his own label, Celticraft, as well, yeah. yeah, man. I tell you one thing, like, it's it w- it's crazy, Ireland's small, but not so when you go down to Cork and you you meet you meet the lads, you're like, oh wow, this is, this is surreal, <laughs> you know, yeah, but yeah, uh, Dahi is one of the. Cork scene Meek is the extremely rich at this. I'm, at this I'm moment. incredibly jealous of everyone in Cork. Yeah. Where, you know, Shannon's yeah. down to Cork and he's like, "Oh, I'm seeing all these great bands." I'm like, "Fuck you!" You <laughs> know, it's yeah. like I wish I was seeing these bands. Yeah. You
0: know? So there you go, lads. Try and get her into down to Cork. Yeah, we love
1: we love to play Cork, lads. Seriously, you know, We're, we are kind of hungry to get down there and mix it up. So yeah, We're hungry um, for no, gigs. Hungry. Give me more yeah, yeah, are,
0: yeah. I mean, like, there's a um, good scene in Galway as well. Um, oh, I love Galway actually yeah, yeah. so and, and interesting enough that you brought it up Waterford a few bands have played Waterford but um, I might actually try and get down to Waterford find the people that are kind of organising that it's kind of like a remote station at this stage even though it's not but like you know it's interesting Ben
1: Hines runs, yeah. Yeah. runs the gigs There are Ben Hayes well, sorry Ben Hayes yeah. runs the gigs down okay. there and uh, Tell her if uh, the turnout's always class, Every time we get a chance to play there, it's it's like even it's people that well.
2: aren't even in, uh, into black metal, they're, and they're coming it. down. They're wearing corpse paint and everything. That's the first, that's the
1: first time I've ever experienced that, where the whole crowd is wearing yeah. what? He's yeah. serious. And you're just like, <laughs> wow, well, and they're there just for fair corpse paint, than us, man, yeah, I'm telling sure because sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, it's funny thing about the corpse paint is like, people are like, oh, why don't why do you wear the corpse paint, isn't it? done? it's like, initially, I did it just because it was you know no one else was doing it. Now if we don't do it. People like, like, why aren't you wearing? It? Yeah. I remember we did the gig, not gonna mention names, but it was for someone who isn't around anymore. Like it was just, just one gig chancer. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we were playing downstairs at and then it was Thursday night and we were all wrecked. And uh it's like oh, why aren't you wearing course paint? It's like, dude, there's like two people here and it's a Thursday night. There's a guy then Fuck you, then. <laughs> you know, So you're not gonna pay Jesus it. I'm like, I'm like, man, come on, like it's, <laughs> there's nobody here, you know. Give us a break, man. So <laughs> give us a break, you
2: know. It's like getting that shit off you at the end of the night, yeah. Jesus Christ. So th-
1: yeah, so like we we, we, we do still wear it and we enjoy wearing it, you yeah. know, but oh it's it, it's expected now at this point, so yeah. at least we kind of we've gotten better and quick it now, so we can do it in like ten minutes. But I never forget Dan flynn one of the earlier gigs a couple of years ago, we were doing a gig downstairs, upstairs. That was, that was downstairs, and I accidentally. And there were six of us trying to put the corpse paint on. He walked in, he was just like, "Oh fuck's sake, lads!" And <laughs> <out>.
0: <laughs> Did any of you actually have any funny stories about the corpse paint? Um, and if you just actually oh, Belfast. Oh, yeah. oh yeah.
1: man, is this when you you put blackface on by accident?
2: No, no, no. That back that,
1: to was,
0: that story that was as bad. well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've, we've got two now. Yeah. yeah. So, so Aaron, was, over to you first.
2: There was one. We went to uh, we played a gig in the Academy in Belfast and we walked out of the gig and the, the rest of the lads had already wiped all their their paint off yeah. i completely forgot i completely <laughs> i didn't i was so used to it on my face at that point that i was just i was walking through belfast in oh bright God. daylight and we had an hour twice before our boss was coming and, and really nobody told the gig. That. and i that think fought. eventually one of the lads mentioned it to me but it was on on the, when we were going into a bar yeah. that had pool tables and the security guy looks at me and just goes, Not a fucking chance. <laughs> I'm like, Why? He's like, What the fuck is that shit on your face?
1: I went, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Brilliant. Over to
0: you, Dara, for what's the other story there?
1: Uh, well, actually, no. A uh, really good one is when we black were. Blackface or something. It? Yeah, it's, it, it's similar to when we were downstairs at Fibers And um, Aaron was still kind of getting used to it, and he accidentally used too much black he was just covering a black face <laughs> and we're like, we're like man no you it's have like to people sh- were coming in going no. wait
2: what are these guys doing yeah. and i'm like
1: i need to wash myself <laughs> like, i will take it off of it but no a good one actually it was around the same time uh it was during pride and we forgot oh. we forgot pride was on yeah and we were rehearsing the 4k and we said Fuck it, we'll do the paint before we go down because at least you can use a mirror and we walked down and like we just get met with everybody in rainbows and, and, we're, and, we're, like confused. Like, and we're confused we're, we're, like, we're like what like what's going on today you know obviously we were just focused on the gig and we're like and the amount of looks because we were wearing just, you know full paint like and yeah man it was so funny they so looked
2: terrifying beside all the people covered in like pixie dust and everything yeah, jesus yeah. and then they're looking at, i was like what are these guys doing I was just like, what's going on it's just like oh yeah that's today oh right <laughs> oh
0: that's classic um just as well as that, I I was just doing a bit of research on the and the f- the term black metal w- uh, we all know, but um then this term came uh, DSBM came up oh, yeah. with it. So I had to Google that. Yeah. So depressing suicidal black metal.
1: Yeah,
2: well,
0: How did you get labeled into oh, that? Oh,
1: no, well, in- that's a
2: certain genre sub Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, a lot like I genre, never heard like of it actually. Uh Nicholas that would be considered th- um that would be considered um DSBM it's just a, it's just a more um I, i'd say heavier darker form of black right. metal yeah it wouldn't really be on you know the the old kind of black metal thing of like ooh satan and yeah. darkness and everything yeah
1: it's a different kind of way so like w-
2: it's a little more visceral
1: yeah it's so like with um with black metal there's like uh, the whole thing is like Hate, right, or darkness, or you know all these negativity kind of feelings, and stuff, right? But, uh, with with that genre of black metal, it's like hate of yourself or hate of whatever it is with a feeling inside it. So, like with shining, for example, you know the man cuts himself on stage, like you know yeah. he has some serious problems. But it's very it's that kind of catch that mood of pure negativity. But we've moved away from from that. That's like the first i Two think it's just three. a
2: couple of her songs like i would be considered a dsbm because it's it's more yeah. like it's a song about yourself
1: yeah yeah and, and even still with slower right because like the weird thing about slow is with fee- it's the way that we play and the way we construct our songs crane the atmosphere so while we wouldn't necessarily be focusing on that subject matter it would more be kind of capturing that mood which yeah. is why a lot of people kind of seem to like her and it's capturing that really weird kind of downbeat kind of you know atmosphere mm. and it only comes directly from that genre because it's not in any other kind of no it's not in anything else you know you can't really feel that in mayhem do it a bit actually with uh songs like life eternal and um
3: even Ch- the Ch- last Reason album they released yeah. esoteric warfare same, yeah. some of the
2: songs in that would be leaning more towards the side yeah yeah um yeah. Like but i, but I kind of i suppose with
0: that um dsbm it's kind of like it's like the kind of band are almost encoding the suffering and the fans then it's up to them it you know to yeah. get into it and decode it and what they get out of it themselves then you yeah. know to yeah well you know because it, like, it isn't there is hope through all that suffering correct yeah. you know yeah. you're, you're not really going down to the end of the line and saying that's it you know there's no. actually yeah.
1: I, I think i think some bands do do that yeah I uh, think what we create is more the
2: atmosphere. atmosphere. It's just yes. the atmosphere. It's that it's that punch that you get when you're when you watch us. Yeah. Yeah. When we played Siege Olympic and stuff like that. People come up to us and go, We were not fucking expecting yeah. that shit to come out of your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um so it's only then it's it's when the music hits you. It's that visceral kind of yeah, it's that edge. unrelenting edge to yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And it can hit it can hit more than what you know, the the Norwegian or old black metal stuff like, if, has. If you
1: listen to the first two demos and I I, I, would, I do want to kind of draw the line between the first two demos and what the became, particularly after their own times and where we are now, they're like completely different bands, right? Yeah. Uh, the first two were very much kind of like taking that genre but also taking stuff from Burtzom and um, Zator and stuff like that and Levite and, and kind of pushing that out, right? Um, because one man black metal, that's a lot of that would come from that genre and kind of taking those and packaging it through but once once i started writing Her- Neuronian times i started like encoding more mayhem uh, in uh, immortal all that kind of stuff dark mm. and then kind of but still kind of keeping that atmosphere so we were able to capture that through and now where we are now it's it is a very see we've all kind of got kind of our
2: of all of us kind of got our own different uh inspirate like inspirations and mm. what like the like my my favorite music isn't black metal no. i play in a black metal band because it's it's the way it's a release i can release it so yes. it's my my it's the form i wanted to do but yeah. like i'd be more into like punk grindcore okay, right. my favorite band is like napalm death or dillinger escape plan yeah. and stuff like that and
3: it's incorporating like various mm. different elements yeah. into yeah. it
0: what about you mark
3: um apart from the black metal i would have listened to a lot of rock and a bit of heavy metal and a lot of ambient music as well as well as jazz and blues as well yeah um
0: the ambient s- side of it actually you can kind of feel that in your music as well
1: totally. that, that's it yeah, yeah that's it's cool that's, that's it's different that's what that's what mm. we try to do you know we're trying to give people stuff to kind of latch on to like uh, for example slower right Slower can be about whatever you want it to be about right? right but when we're playing it what did i say to you mark when with i was like i, th- I, th- I, th- I, th- I said like it to keith and i said it to uh, um, Jay as well I'm like said right you're in a forest imagine something's chasing you through the forest that's the atmosphere you need to get mm. so that's that clicks very well I yeah think. yeah like yeah that's <laughs> how I always describe that and that's kind of where I go from a music standpoint. now iron's obviously different because the way yeah. he writes is, is totally different to the way we do lyrics yeah. but it's still kind of matching through it I'd be like mm. right this is the mood it's the atmosphere we're going for And once you have that then you, if you can build on it but if, if so if so if that doesn't click with somebody then it doesn't click with somebody mm. and that that was kind of the issue we were having trying to find people in the band yeah you know because when i said it to mark he got straight away keep the same way, yeah. and Jay, the same way. So um
0: howard from partlon uh, um would be a good example of um, of a guy as well that is big into kind of creating soundscapes for his band i'm really mm. in, um looking forward to their release as well mm. they're different again you know they're a different form out there but he's kind of mining different ways to kind of portray it you know mm. um and, and I love the way you kind of put in the samples as well. Yeah. To kind of, you know, well, to be f- you can do a lot with it. Yeah. yeah. What, with oh yeah. what you have, you yeah. know. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what gives you your uniqueness, you know. But
1: well, with the samples, um, straight away, I got that from when I was working with Actual Symmetry. Okay. You know, Gav kind of built up the performance as being a performance rather than just being a gig. Right? Yeah. So when I started around, I was like, right, I want to kind of do that, but I want to do it in a different way. Mm-hmm. and we do have to kind of rail it back where like you don't want to just be people The samples the can it.
2: be a nice way of cutting through Correct. some of the noise Yeah
1: mm-hmm. Or just on that point one thing that does ir- me, irk me when I see a band live um, you know be a big band or a little band is that silence or that kind of Yeah Okay here's our when first song stop. Okay guys here's our second song It's like
2: that When they it stop, it stop that, they that, that
1: horrible yeah. when the music's gone Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, k- it, kills the, kills it kills the It kills the yes. It kills the run Yeah yeah, yeah. So we always try to, as soon as that sample starts to we finish. That's horrendous because It's kind
2: of unrelenting yeah. from start to finish. Yes. Yeah. there will be. We will not leave any space yeah. or uh, any silence yeah. unless we really want it. Yeah, yeah.
1: unless it's there on purpose. Yes. which yes, is okay. why our stuff is very. It, it's, it's not it's comfortably harsh and that's what i wanted <laughs> comfortably <laughs> <harsh>. <laughs> <laughs> you know you want to be able to enjoy it but also going i've experienced something today yeah and that's something that w- while you know that's what we do the paint we do the, the stage clothes all the kinds of stuff because it's not like it's not a gimmick it's is mm. a is an art project band it's not just yeah. lads and t-shirts band.
0: well i think bad reputation would be a good example of acknowledging your Work and getting you f- on for the siege, you know. Oh, we mm. it. Yeah, siege
2: is spectacular. Yeah.
0: What were I your had feelings had on it? Uh, like, uh, you was that the first siege you had played as horrenda?
2: We had played siege previously, two years previous, okay. and we we tried to do a thing where we got a friend of ours, Shannon, to come up and play keys for us with it, and it didn't. We weren't exactly um ecstatic about how it turned out there was a few sound issues and everything
1: just the timing wasn't great as well
2: timing wasn't great either so
0: did um, the well last what time we played it what, was what, what stage were we in the casbah were we upstairs we, were, we were
1: headlining the, Cas- the casbah
2: stage okay yeah we were right. the, we were in the last bands of the casbah stage yeah and but the last time we were we were upstairs okay and that was spectacular i accidentally broke a ceiling fan door thing okay never. there is footage of it <laughs> <and> <laughs> the, the metal door just yeah. flinging down with yeah. me yeah. Jesus. <laughs> i never looked up <laughs> <laughs> that was probably smart <laughs>
1: Look, playing siege is always something that you know you want to aspire to do. Uh, particularly when you're an Irish metal, it's like not only to play it, but also the community, the community, there, community is there is great. amazing. Great.
2: Yeah. Like if you if you said that to someone, like oh, Limerick is probably one of the greatest metal towns in in the country, they'll be like, Limerick, what? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. a bit, it's a little bit shocking because you'd think oh, Dublin's the capital city, yeah. a lot of it would be there, but no, Limerick is. Spectacular yeah. Yeah. and that because a lot of big bands are going down there now mm. Black Dahlia played there, cannibal corpse played there, yeah. and it's nice to see um more bands playing down there and it's just a, it's just got a nice and and actually
0: I was talking to a girl there um the other or last night at the, at the cure, and um I was just on about metal and stuff anyway, you know, and um she goes um isn't there a big metal festival in Limerick called the siege and I just went Jesus. I go. Are you into that? And she goes, No, no, I just know of it. Mm. You know, it's that's mad. Th- but y- that's you know?
2: great. I yeah. think it's amazing because I don't think there's enough metal uh, stuff. There's a uh, there's this odd thing that I see with a, with a lot of gigs where if in Dublin it, it's just so many thrash metal bands mm. and a lot of them are spectacular, but they're all lumped into the exact same gigs in the yeah. exact same places. Yeah, there's okay. no, there's not a lot of. Um, There's a lot of growth. Bit, nice big gigs yeah. where a lot mm. of people can come down and experience yeah. various forms of metal. Whereas, like Limerick, every weekend probably. <laughs> and but especially for Siege. But, same with, but the same with Cork and Belfast.
1: Yeah. Like when we play Belfast, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's an amazing when when, when when any chance we get a chance to do. Um, when we were in Cork now, last time I played Cork, I had a concussion. Yeah. So I don't remember it. Yeah. But. You, play, you played, it played well. I, played, <laughs> I, I had a pretty serious concussion last time I played yeah. Cork. Uh, don't do a gig with cushion. We have a we have bad a really idea. bad
2: history of getting injured and <laughs> playing gigs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. 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 There's there's no there's no off days. You just keep going. Yeah. Right? Actually,
0: uh, Draconius there were playing Urban Assault. They were fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. They're really fucking good. Yeah. We really like those guys.
2: Spectacular.
1: Yeah. Uh, will we tell the story about Belfast? We can get Keith.
2: Oh, Keith shouting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go for <laughs> okay, it. Keith, tell
1: the story. It's a good one It's a good one You want me to tell it to Yeah you no know, you have to you have
2: we, we, were, we were playing um, It was yeah We were playing The, the academy And
1: limelight. We limelight
2: Or the limelight Sorry And um, We 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 didn't realise How much time we had okay. So we had a set Prepared for maybe 30 minutes mm. And then it was like Guys still have time We're like Sorry <laughs> It's like You you have an hour you, You've only played Half an hour oh, you Jesus still got another 20-30 t- minutes man You can stop now If you want We went no 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 so I think we one of our songs was just purely jammed we uh, came up with a bit of song on on on, on 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 the, the
1: moment we used to <laughs> do we used to do a thing <laughs> called jam and E yeah <laughs> jam, and and e. Just jam and E so we
2: just started jamming and E I, I screamed I held probably the longest scream I, I screamed for like 30 seconds straight it was oh. really bad I was, I, when I got off stage my lungs were it felt like my lungs were bruised but <laughs> when we were playing that one song Keith was just in it he's just yeah. throwing himself around the place and without realising he just you know, it's up there he didn't. Um, no, no. He stage, no here's no, the thing, right now. there's no, no microphone. No, and we know <laughs> we the know crowd does. I, I
1: look back, right, and I'm just like, oh, who said that? Who said that? And he just he, he shouts again, like, oh my god! And it's like, but he doesn't remember. <laughs> no, he doesn't remember. No. This, to this day, he's like, <laughs> no man, Christ he didn't. It's like, no, he did. <laughs> so much <laughs> adrenaline that he just screamed. It. Nobody in the crowd noticed, but Thankfully. we fucking oh did. Oh my it's god! Like, we fucking it, did. It gets better. That was during Martin season, because when we came in, we just saw this massive pile of like oh, pallets, of pallets yeah, like covered yeah, yeah. in Irish flags and we're <laughs> like oh my god lads what have we got? We're, we're gonna die <laughs> but uh, it's like waiting com- for people outside, people outside. Yeah, people but, outside, but uh, we were open for the Conus and you know they're they're great Like, but the, uh, thankfully they didn't know us that either because it was just like <laughs> yeah. well alright so. but yeah that, that was that was the scariest kind of i got like flashbacks to uh dave mustaine yeah oh yeah. god Jesus Christ. but no we sold a bunch of merch that night and you know it was great but <laughs> it was yeah just like, wow, actually
0: i'm glad you brought it up now um merch, new merch is there any merch on the way from me or
2: we have some t-shirt designs uh, yeah. b- being finished up one one that's really exciting from our uh, our bassist actually Cool. Um, and then we have the album, co- the new album cover already sorted. So that'll yeah, probably s- become a t shirt as well. So,
1: yeah, our art has been done by a few different people. So, obviously, yeah. Keith's a graphic designer, so he's kind of doing a lot of art. Um, Neil uh, O'Sullivan, O'Sullivan Green, who did the outest artwork, he's doing the official art for the album. Okay. So that's not been announced yet, but that's going to be a shirt. And then we have another shirt, which is the cover of Nerve Gas. Oh, right, right. Sure. And okay. that's going to be kind of like Aping Battery. You know, it's kind of like, you know, yeah. having the because that, that logo thing it actually is from a movie that I bought into <laughs> to use <laughs> it uh, called Renophilia so that, that that's that's kind right. of like the cover of Nerve Gas but it's also going to be a shirt okay well. that sounds so nice actually yeah. it's going to be hopefully it should be cool because like, we haven't actually got any t-shirts so when we start gigging again we'll have t-shirts um, we'll have we've, we've had stuff.
2: a lot of um, people asking for merch it's yeah like
1: one thing one thing we learned because we didn't really notice the first time uh, you know girly t-shirts really right. fit t shirts yeah. and long sleeves and stuff that's what we're gonna kind of start down soon as well um,
0: the long sleeves would be a great idea actually yeah you, know, you don't you don't kind of get them really
1: they they're not as popular as they, as they used to be yeah.
2: um surprisingly i did I got one there for uh, full of hell's new album, and it's really yeah, really oh, I saw quality. that yeah yeah um, um but yeah, th- I know a lot of, like Eric do a lot of them, but a lot uh, of Nuclear
1: places. Nuclear Blast don't. as well. Nuclear know. Blast yeah. Yeah. Them as well. It, although Long sleeves, it is kind of like a blackmail, right? right a passage kind of <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, from yeah. the 90s. <laughs> but we just like, again, when we first did the shirts, one we didn't, it was after Event. And yeah. we didn't really know. We, we kind of just started really becoming the band we are now. And we didn't know, hey, are these going to sell? <laughs> do people want these? Yeah. Man, they're, they just flow up gone like yeah you know, we before kept, we knew we, it before we knew it they were gone so it's it, just simple we just chucked our logo on it yeah and they went but you know it's crazy because we don't have shirts it's like you know you really do miss them so we're gonna yeah. make sure we have those for the last day.
0: actually long sleeve one i got was power trip actually it was pretty fucking yeah they've cool. got some yeah. really I mean nice, they, they nice gear you know yeah, yeah. but uh, again like i don't know how much costs are you going to figure out like because we don't want we
2: don't want it to be too expensive. The last yeah. like I, I my left. personally I don't like it when merch is overly priced. Yeah. You're paying thirty thirty nah, Euros yeah. for a fucking t shirt. Like no, you know. no, that's that's t- a different level though. That's that's kinda we t- want people to be able to buy a good
1: quality yeah. band t most, shirt Most of the, the most wild. of
0: the ones that are for sale in gigs on cork are between 12 and 15 max. That's perfect. That's, see, know. that's
1: fair. Like, w- We'd usually sell it for a tenner, uh, the shirts, and then maybe 12 with a, with, a, with a CD. Yeah. yeah. That's kind that's of actually very good. Yeah, that's a good package. Like, yeah. That's what we like doing because at the end of the day, it's like, you know... We want our stuff out there. Yeah. We want yeah. everyone wearing yeah. it. look, if, if people want to... Hor- it's really cool when you see people in a horrendous shirt. Or Actually, it's funny though because sometimes you'll walk by people with a horrendous shirt, you won't know who you are yeah. at the gig unless you put the paint on <laughs> and then you're yeah. just like it's happened to iron a bunch it's really people funny. don't recognize me yeah
2: I, I once had a guy come up to me uh it was we were actually playing a gig in waterford and the, he came over to me and decided to be like oh man yeah uh, have you heard a horrendous they're playing it i saw them last time They're spectacular and i'm like oh really that's nice uh. yeah i'm here to see you too.
1: <laughs> It's funny, once you put the paint on, it's like, oh, yeah, and they take it off. So, you know. it, was,
2: it was only after his mate came over and he was like, oh, yeah, this guy's here to see around the 2d His mate went, that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool.
0: Your own moment of fame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how did you come ap- come across the name? A man of mine keeps telling me to just ask people, how did they come up with the name of the band? So I just remember there. How did right. the name come about?
2: So Synodus horrenda was already taken. was already taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so, it.
1: Sy- so, Synodus horrenda is um, when one of the crazy popes dug up his, his former pope and put him on trial and then threw him into the Tiber. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. Yeah, the Middle Ages history is gas. But, uh, yeah, so that was taken. Right. And I said, right, horrenda, and then that's it. Okay. Yeah nice one so yeah nice and simple the logo was more interesting because the logo was was done by a guy in spain who now lives in london right right. england and uh, yeah it's kind of cool if you turn it upside down it kind of looks the same so and yeah. then the, the new logo the v logo keith broke off the two little things at the end to put them together and they just kind of work
0: yeah it looks good yeah again like for people that are uh, not into black metal some of the funniest ones are coming out there with the logos trying to understand what the hell oh yeah man They're just like a bird's shit on a, pla- <laughs> <laughs> on a piece of paper and you're trying to go what fucking band is that like you know
3: uh, a bunch the of twigs <laughs> <all> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's one thing that's one thing we, we didn't want you yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, but the cool thing about it is the logo actually people still can't read our logo well. they can't it's still cool <laughs> um, but, you know, that's why we kind of... We have the we have the V logo now, so people can associate that with us. And yeah. We also have the, the skull thing as well, so people can associate that. So at least we're kind of branching out that way. So The, can the logo
2: thing always tends to be more important because, like, for example, the, I think it was Henry Rollins said about Black Flag, the logo is... It, you're not trying to sell the name you're trying to sell that logo yeah yeah that is your brand nice yeah. one actually yeah. so you're going to throw it on your t-shirts you're going to throw it on your cds it's going to be everywhere yeah, yeah. that's, that's people what people have it tattooed and they do. don't even know what it means but yeah. like yeah it's it's that brand that you need to push out yeah that people can go that's horrendous yeah,
1: yeah. exactly yeah. and that's why like we're, we're working with um overdrive.ie now to get some um scrims done and stuff so we're starting to build up our uh, stage show yeah that's mm. something now that obviously you know the music comes first but you want to kind of build it out because the cool thing about black metal is it can be as theatrical or as minimalistic as you want it to be so we're going to hyping that up now and mm. yeah. you know, so you know uh, horrendous shows are going to grow into more of a into more of a thing than, than yeah. they've been before
0: and um, of course you grow it obviously by selling merch yep, yeah exactly yeah so as I said that's really important um, for Irish bands just to get their merch out there have it there at a gig first of all, yeah. so people can buy it. You know, exactly. It's nothing worse than running short. You know,
2: when you're losing out when you don't have merch to gig. Yeah. So at our at that Lords of Chaos gig, we didn't. We only had one T-shirt. Last. At
1: Siege and Lords Chaos, we did. We didn't have any, any yeah. T-shirts and merch just nah. because it we sold out. Like we we do quite well on our band camp, and yeah. you know, and then obviously I would be f- fulfilling all those orders but
0: there's actually a huge selection of your stuff in on Bandcamp actually probably really cool the best way to go like if
2: you're if you're in a band and you want that band to do well and you don't have a band camp get one yeah Yeah. how can how can you not it's 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 ridiculous when i see people that don't have a band camp i'm like it's it's like one of the best ways to get in your music out there especially nowadays like putting yeah. your stuff up on Spotify and stuff like that it just gets it gets lost
0: it does get lost yeah in, in, it.
2: in the big jungle of all those bands whereas yeah. with your band camp it's, it's so well organised yeah. you can sell everything you yeah. need on it yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah like yeah obviously you know you need to be on Spotify you need to be on iTunes and of stuff yeah. but to be fair looking at the numbers our numbers are you know, mainly through Bandcamp, mm-hmm. splunking. Yeah, yeah. You know, people yeah. just coming through, and yeah. that's when you start getting the orders from Sweden. And yeah,
2: like it's quite nice. people Like there's a lot of people American out there well. that just they go on Bandcamp and they just buy a bunch of stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they'll listen to it. I ran into a guy that recognised me. He had never seen Herenda before. He had found Horenda on Bandcamp, and I ran into him at an art exhibition. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Near, near Georgia Street. Yeah, cool. So the guy's like, "Oh, you're in Horanda, aren't you?" Like, yeah. The guy was from Kilkenny or something. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just bought a bunch of he just bought a bunch of stuff off Bandcamp and came across us. Mm. So. I
1: remember that guy actually. Yeah, that was a big order. So I never met the guy, but I do remember guy. Like yeah. Kilkenny bought like ten CDs. Or something. Yeah, it mad. it's just mad. Yeah.
0: yeah, and obviously you're on Facebook as well. Um, are you on Instagram?
1: We are on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Our uh, website actually. Yeah, uh, we have an official website. If you okay. can type in horandaera.com. Uh, dot com. They'll right. take it to our online EPK, and from there you can click on everything. Yeah, so yeah. Or a horrend official uh, official on um, Instagram as well. Yeah,
0: and you've um, a gig coming up and drop dead on August the twenty fifth. Yeah, that's, that's what right. kind of happened
2: yeah we yeah. uh that was with the same promoters that did our lords of chaos gig that's right okay um, so yeah. they they really liked us that time so they were like we have these guys coming over from denmark i think they're playing brutal assault as well hexes spectacular Hexis. band
1: yeah looking forward to it um but our, our gig schedule is kind of it's light now but the way same happened last year it's light and then it isn't as soon okay. as it hits like August winter months, yeah. It just well kinda it turns close the
0: winter months where it like yep. it was bleak noise was it? Bleak noise yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Dave yeah. from Dave's a good guy and Steve. Shout out to Dave and Steve. Yeah, good. Cool. Yeah, good lads.
0: So is that the only gig you have coming up at the moment?
2: Currently, that's what we have, and then we also have the album yeah. plans for recording, se- which we're recording in September. we're Recording it's in September,
1: and then it's coming. We're looking to release it in will we we tell in August, in uh, October. Are we, will we tell will we talk about the plans? To do, or we yeah. leave them hanging. Or,
0: or give us an idea. Just give us a quick.
1: Yeah. So obviously, uh, we're looking to record with Josh in September, first right. two or three weeks of September. Okay. And then it's going to be released around Halloween. Now we're probably going to piece something together. We're going to try hit as many places as we can. So yeah. Dublin, Belfast, yeah. Cork, and you know anywhere we can. And we'll probably end up going back to Waterford because we love playing there. So yeah. that's what we're going to do our album launches. So if anyone who organises gigs or wants us. Um, yeah, Let us know because we're going to try this on big,
0: okay? Yeah, nice one. Um, anything else there? Do you want to add, lads? No, no okay, cool. Really. We're all good. So, listen, a single. Um, when is that coming out? What date? It's the 18th, it? 18th of June. June. June,
1: yeah. It's available for pre order on the 16th.
0: Oh, right, okay, cool. So,
1: yeah, so if you guys get two days preview and then you can. You point. can rock it everywhere you go yeah, yeah, it. Blast it, it out, you out it your car
0: windows. <laughs> 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 So lads Wish you nothing but success, you're a great bunch of guys Really admire what you're doing For the black metal scene in Ireland And uh, just best of luck and thank you Cheers. Thank so you, cheers, man. Man. so uh, you can Find The Metal Cell on uh, Gmail.com and I'm on Facebook and Instagram So um, I'm going to leave you with another horrendous Song called Slua And uh, that's it, over and out
4: and a In Ireland, the she is seen as a omen of debt and foreboding from certain ancient Irish families. The Banshee takes three distinct forms. The first is that of a beautiful woman. The second is the form of a stately matron, And finally, a riddled old hag.